You're listening to the last session of the day with the Sight Guys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the last session of the day with the Psych Guys. My name is Timothy Meyer, joined as always by Dr. Constantine Lukin. Constantine, welcome back. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, this is a, a exciting time, and I feel like it's a it's a, it's a cool topic as well. Yeah, so 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 really, what we're going to dive into today, we're we're gonna we're gonna dive into the to the discussion about. Uh, taking time off, uh, going on vacation, stepping away from work, what that looks like, what that feels like, maybe a little bit about some of the stress and the anxiety about returning back to work. I know every time I return back to work, there's about 10,000 emails and so many things that I need to do. So it's an interesting topic. So Constantine, do, do you want to get us started off with some thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was it's actually came up and I think you and I talked about it yesterday. It, it came up for me a couple of weeks ago when I don't even know if I had a whole week off, but maybe just one or two days. And then <clears throat> you look forward to it because as much as what you and I do is, is, is a, you know, let's be honest, it's an enjoyable profession. We mm -hmm. get to talk to nice people. We get to try to help them in, in, in some ways. We're, we're, we're here in Northern New Jersey, which is a nice, you know, nice town. Uh, at the same time, it's still stressful. We're still clinicians. Mm -hmm. It's still a lot of emotional work that we do above and beyond the paperwork above and beyond all the other things uh, that, that we do. So it's not uncommon for, for all of us to need some time away. And especially if you haven't done it in a while, there's like this anticipation. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, you know, like it's, it's like February and I'm looking forward to have like a trip planned in April. So in our mind, okay, like now it's the end of February, March, and then April's coming about. It's like, oh my God, two weeks left. Awesome. Right? We build it up, build it up. Oh, I'm going to be on the beach. I'm going to relax. I'm going to spend some time away, not checking emails like a crazy person. And, and then that's all. And in a way to me, I don't know what your thoughts are. That's very true. Like that's, I, I know that's an internal experience for me. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to step away. You know, I'm just going to kind of not check emails as, as, as much as possible. And that's true on the weekend. Uh, sorry, on, uh, being away. I, I do do that. I kind of step away. I do less work. But then at the same time, like when it's coming to a close, it, it, it feels like a little overwhelming to, to jump back in because first, there's just kind of a lot to do. And most importantly, because it's, it's a busy lifestyle that we have, there's a rhythm to it, a cadence to it. Like you mm -hmm. get up at a certain time, you, you get things done at a certain time, you show up to work at a certain time. Like there's a schedule. Once you get thrown off the schedule, it is enjoyable in the moment, but then to get like your own motor going again at the same speed as you left, th there's like a, a lot of, to me, there's just even work in that itself. Uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. and, and not to say that, I'm not, I'm not saying not to take vacations. I'm just saying that noticing that interesting idea that even though that we're on vacation, at the same time, it could be stressful because there's stress to like reintegrate back into workflow. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, I, I, I think this is, I, I think this has to be almost a universal experience of you know, like being on vacation and and you know that you're leaving on Saturday and it's Thursday and so your mind automatically drifts to, oh my gosh, like I, I wonder how much I'm going to have to do when I get back and 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 all of those sorts of things. So so interesting. I mean, I, you know, but the listeners don't. Um, I I took a couple weeks off a week or two ago or something like that. Um, it feels like it was forever ago already. <laughs> so like, so, so, so maybe that says something, but, um, it, it interesting experience for me, um, by day number like 10, mm -hmm. I was so ready to end the vacation. 
Right. And and I think it's well. I, I mean, listen. I I I think ten days is a pretty long time. But um, really, what I think got to me was like I started thinking about work. I started thinking about my people and like and like all the things that I have to do. And and that and that stress kind of was like bubbling up a little bit. Like I had a few stress dreams about mm-hmm. like missing this or missing mm-hmm. that. And the stress was kind of like it's saying to me, "All right, Tim, like." time to shut off vacation mode. Like there's so many things that we need to do. Let's go for it. So um, not say that my, my vacation was not enjoyable. It absolutely was. It was great. But over the last three, four days, I really had to like remind myself like, Hey, you're, you're still on vacation. You're allowed to relax. Right. But, but that could be a really hard thing to do. That's, that's, that's so true because I feel like, you know, everybody, I think some people listening be like, well, yeah, that's obvious. Everybody gets like the, the Sunday mm-hmm. night blues and like looking, not looking forward to uh, Monday, but I, I would even like suggest to take it a step further. It's like the whole idea of vacation interrupts the flow of what you do. There's just, it's, it's not like a, a complete, uh, relaxation mode because by slowing down your engine you're also setting yourself up for like reinvigorating it at some other point or restarting again which is like stressful in itself like i'm Uh just thinking about a car or like people talk about one thing that i was told a long time ago if you're running down on gas a lot of people think like you, you can turn off the car right to save some gas but most people don't know they actually waste a lot more gas turning a car on and then just mm-hmm. keeping it running right like to me that's such a great analogy because that's exactly what it is like you're running right and then you are shutting off that's great but the price that you pay to revamp or to restart is is also pretty high so i i'm wondering we all know that that sometimes is true but maybe to acknowledging it like to say yeah i i go pretty quickly during the week or before the vacation i try to relax and now i gotta amp up again just like to me that acknowledgement of the flow could be helpful to learn how to manage it more effectively Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so, so I'm wondering, right? Like I, I'm, I'm trying to come up with like, like a concrete tip mm-hmm. or, or, or two or three, because I mean, <clears throat> listen, almost everyone goes on vacation. Everyone goes through this at least, you know, right. here and there, not a lot of vacations with COVID, but that's another point. <laughs> um, so, so I, I guess I'm thinking if, if I could go back and go back to my vacation and, and do it a little bit differently, mm-hmm. what might I do differently? Um, well, t- to be honest, I, I would actually do a little bit of journaling as that stress mm-hmm. came up, right? It's it, it sort of like, you know, it's okay that it's there. It, it makes sense that it's there. Uh, what are we going to do with it? To be honest, I didn't do anything with it. I, right. did, I didn't effectively take care of my feelings, although right. <laughs> I probably should be, right? But like doing all of those good emotional regulation things, my, my favorite is journaling because mm-hmm. I think it just gets everything out of our brain and off of our back and, and on somewhere. If I could go back on that 10th day, I'd probably free write for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I could almost guarantee that I would that I'd be in a much different headspace after that. Yeah. And uh, I hear you. And I, I was actually going to say something similar. W- one thing that I do personally is, you know, I, I, I turn to my spouse. Hmm. You know, I, I talk to my wife. And that's actually helpful because, again, it, it helps to build that ability to hold two different things at the same time. I'm still relaxing. And I'm also, there's an anticipation of gearing up for work, right? Like I know for most people say, well, it's either one or the other, but the beautiful Mm -hmm. part about emotions, that's just not true. The beautiful part of our emotions is that you can actually still be in vacation mode and also at the same time having the sort of this sense of, of gearing up. And to me, the best way to become bigger 
uh, emotionally than both of those experiences is to be able to verbalize it. You know, it doesn't have to be with your spouse or anybody, but I know I do that. And that kind of actually helps me to, to feel heard, to feel acknowledged. And in that process of connecting with my wife, that ability to hold those two, you know, one would say opposite feelings or sensations at the same time grows. And when I become bigger than the feelings, interestingly enough, and I'm sure some of the listeners can relate to this way, once you can envelop a feeling, you become bigger than the feeling. Once mm-hmm. you become bigger than the feeling, it's easier to handle. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm also thinking I'm also thinking boundaries, mm-hmm. right? And, and uh, boundaries, super tough. I, I, I think that a lot of us can feel, I don't know, like guilty or right. upset with ourselves if we do. Um, set a boundary, but I think I think an important thing going into a vacation to remember boundaries are extremely important and, and helpful for, for basically everything, right? If if I'm not able to put a boundary between myself and my work while it's my time to take care of myself, well, I'm not going to do a great job taking care of myself and then therefore I'm not going to be my best self. Right. right. So I think, you know, it, it's so easy and, and I hear this all the time. People feel so guilty and upset with themselves when they set a boundary. But I think, you know, reframing that thought and that thought process is so important to put more equity or weight in into in into putting that boundary up. Right. Right, right, right. No, uh, absolutely, absolutely. And to kind of section the time off and understand that there's a gearing up process. And I'm sure, again, a lot of people, well, yeah, absolutely. But again, there is that power in acknowledging like, yeah, gearing up is not easy. Getting getting back, I'm going to cut myself some uh, break, let's say on Mondays or after vacation, just to kind of allow yourself to emotionally uh, speed up again if you will, for, for, you know, most of the jobs that we, we at least have. And I think if people can do that, to your point, set boundaries, maybe journal, maybe talk to a spouse or a friend or whomever else is on vacation that are there with you, you know, putting all of that together, you know, coming up with a plan for when you return, let's say a Monday or Monday, Tuesday, to make sure that that's a little bit slower. Because remember, we're just kind of like a car, you're gearing up, you're increasing in speed, you know, going from zero to 60. I mean, obviously, lots of us do it. But just again, a reminder, is there a way, obviously, not everybody has the luxury to work for themselves. But is there a way to make Mondays a little slower? And Tuesday mm-hmm. maybe speed up a little bit more, right? Like we again don't have the luxury to take vacations every other week. So I think it's the due diligence about seeing it. I don't say sacred, but just something that you do for yourself that you recharge, but you do it on, on the back end and you do it on the front end. You try to slow mm-hmm. down before the vacation and you try to gear up and sort of get faster when you return. Just even mm-hmm. having that visualization, I think might be helpful. Like what can you do practically? in the moment. Can you maybe push some meetings for after you return? Can you answer some emails so they're not h- hanging, you know, in sort of an, an ether where you're not really responding to them and that's causing stress? What can you do maybe on that Thursday, Friday to slow down? And what can you do on uh, when you return on a Monday, Tuesday to make it a kind of a, a, a slow ascend? Yeah, I, 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 I think that's so important. And, and I think, I think, I think the automatic thought process and mentality is like, ah, I have, I have I have eleven days off. That means I have a eleven day vacation, right? Because right. I want to I want to make the most of it, right. right? But 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 there's no time for that shut off and that turn on, right? Right. So 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 thinking about it, right? Giving ourselves like a day or maybe two right. buffer in the beginning and the end. That's a super practical way to to, to give us the time and the space to to gear down and gear up. 
and and uh, ju- just to kind of now that we're talking about like talk about practical things like for instance w- one thing people might want to consider you know instead of like packing it okay so i'm leaving like friday night right after work and coming back sunday night so that monday i get back to work maybe another thing to consider maybe instead of leaving friday night you leave like maybe sunday morning and you yep. come back saturday and i know oh my god you're decreasing your time away at the same time you are beginning to relax on that Saturday. Maybe you want to finish certain things around the house, right? You come back the following Saturday so that you have Saturday night and Sunday to kind of ease back into it. Maybe you need to do food prep or order from, uh, from I don't know, uh, a restaurant that you need, or maybe you need to do laundry, or maybe you need to do food shopping or whatever the case may be. You're kind of easing back into it. And yes, obviously, as everything in life, there is a bit of a compromise of less time, quote unquote, away. But doing that ascend and then descend in an effective way could be very helpful yeah and 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 the quality of those days in the middle will probably double if we appropriately shut down and give us give ourselves the appropriate time to gear back up right right okay okay i you know i i'm i'm also thinking um you know just really making a concerted effort to, to 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 restructure the thoughts that that pop up in our brain, mm-hmm. you know, I, but, but speaking personally, but when I was away, I was thinking, Oh, well, I don't know. I was thinking about like what, what's going on here or, or, or what's going on in this meeting. Like, am I missing this or am I missing that? I, I, I did have to, and it was tough because there wasn't exactly much going on laying on a beach. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so my thoughts went, but, but I had to make a concerted effort to continuously restructure those thoughts and and reframe them and change them because like you and I have talked about a bunch of times on, on previous episodes when we're able to restructure and reframe those thoughts we do change how we're feeling right right so so I I, I don't want um, people like while they're on vacation to just be kind of like on autopilot because those automatics like stress mm-hmm. thoughts will come up and they will lead us to feel stressed and overwhelmed and guilty or anxious or whatever you want to call it. So making sure that, that we're thinking about our thinking, even when we're on vacation. Right. And, and absolutely. That's, that's, that's a necessity because in a way, talk about a recharge, you're investing in yourself, right? The idea is that if you're able to do it, yes, in the beginning, there might be talk about uh, an, an increase in effort on, on the front end to be able to do it, you know, catch yourself a little bit more frequently. And the hope is, of course, is that it becomes more natural when you go on, you know, more vacations going forward so that you catch yourself earlier. The restructuring is becoming a little bit more sort of a second hand than maybe initially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I guess I, I guess I would just want to pick your brain a little bit about, and mm-hmm. this is a little bit obvious, but I, I think it's important to to put in here, you know, we're talking about these the, these ways to make sure that vacations can be a little bit more enjoyable, relaxing, mm-hmm. and all of that sort of stuff. Um, what are your thoughts about, you know, like why is it so important that a vacation is actually a vacation? Uh, <clears throat> because although it may seem like, oh, taking a vacation is sort of like I'm missing stuff at work, or maybe I'm not gonna meet uh, a deadline uh, to. To me, the bottom line of why it's called work and not relaxation, because your ability to cope with what's happening in the moment is always challenged. Mm -hmm. I think very few people can argue with that. By definition, work is you using your cognitive, emotional, behavioral, whatever resources in order to meet a demand. It's called work. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. So you're constantly in the process of attending to something that's coming up, email, conversation, thinking about how you're going to present something, PowerPoint, talking to your boss, giving feedback to your subordinates, right? Like it's always a challenge and a demand on your ability to manage a situation. That's why it's called stress, right? To me, Mm -hmm. vacations are so important because in a very few times you have the opportunity where our ability to cope is bigger than, than, than hopefully the demands of what you need to do. Like, mm-hmm. what do I need to do on, on like an, a vacation? Wake up, go have breakfast, put on sunscreen, you know, maybe go down to the pool and have lunch. Maybe go down to the beach, uh, uh, snorkeling, uh, dinner, <laughs> go out to dinner, wine, yeah. And then, you know, if you're in a relationship, maybe intimacy, right? Like not terribly uh, demanding or overwhelming on one's cognitive resources, right? Like, so when our cognitive, behavioral, emotional, just uh, psychological resources are just kind of, to me, it's like a math equation, like are are bigger (laughs) than our demands, we feel underwhelmed. And as you know, one of the things you and I try to do here is to have the clinicians have that feeling of underwhelmment, if you Mm -hmm. will, because then people don't burn out. But yep. that's really not true, and that's often not the case for most companies, right? Like they're interested in using people, right? They burn out, you know, you're fired, getting somebody else, right? Like so, in those circumstances, the individual, him or herself, is is, I'm going to say, required, or at least definitely encouraged, to be able to come up with circumstances in one's life where psychological resources are much higher than the demands. Vacation is one of those times. There you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think you hit the nail on the head and, I, and I'm just going to leave it at that because, because I think you said it right. And I think that it's super important. And I don't think that we put enough equity in vacations and self-care and everything that it does for us. So, you know, I, I, our hope here with, with this episode, you know, I, I think it's something that most people struggle with and, and I'm hoping that people can kind of take this, these, the, these ideas and really implement them into their own vacation. Quite frankly, I kind of wish we had this conversation three weeks ago because <laughs> my vacation would would be a little bit different. But um, nice. I, I I did just want to to do a, a quick little recap. Yeah, sure, okay. sure, sure. You know, so so Constantine brought up the idea of, of of holding both emotions at the same time, right? We can be both relaxed and stressed at the same time, and being able to hold those two emotions together while we're on vacation. We talked about reframing boundaries, right? It, it's so easy for us to feel guilty or or I don't know, upset with ourselves if we put a boundary. However, they're extremely important for our own well being and mm-hmm. our overall productivity. Focusing on all those good emotional regulation skills, even while we're on vacation, right? So, so we talked about journaling, right? Um, if the stress comes up, I would have, well, in hindsight, I would have journaled or did some mindfulness or deep mm-hmm. breathing. Also, we talked about cognitive restructuring, right? Like changing those thoughts that automatically pop up that lead us to feel stressed, overwhelmed, anxious at uh, on vacation, and and we we spoke a lot about gearing up and gearing down, right? Giving ourselves a day or two in the beginning or the end to kind of schedule that in there and kind of like the, the, the big question of, well, why should we be doing all this? Why should we be putting all this equity into this? Well, everything that, that Constantine just said in, in, in what he said, right? You know, we're, work is a demanding time. That's why it's called work. And we very rarely have the uh, experience of being underwhelmed. And that's hugely important on all of our psychological faculties. So mm-hmm. 
So did I miss anything? Was that a no, good I, th- I think, uh, right. I, I think, I think that's, that's the way to do it. And I think I, I, I like the, actually now in, in hindsight about what we just talked about, I actually like it myself, <laughs> kind of our conversation, because I think we provided an emotional way to deal with, with what's going on, holding two things at the same time, a behavioral mm-hmm. one, which is like, try to make sure you don't pack the, the, the holiday or the vacation from like Friday night till Sunday night, try to give yourself some time in the beginning at the end, just to make it easier. We also talked about cognitive things like create a cognitive boundary, cognitive reframe. So we kind of hit emotional, behavioral and cognitive elements, which is, as most people know, is sort of like really who we are, right? Like we have emotions, thoughts, and behaviors. And uh, Mm -hmm. hopefully what you've heard today, you can at least pick and choose which ones you like. Some people are more behavioral, cognitive, or emotional, but we've kind of provided you with this sort of like a a variety uh, that that you could choose at will. And that that was a very, uh, very good unintentional cognitive triangle. aspect of, of, of looking at vacations. That's right. All right. So great. So, so Constantine, thank you as always. I I hope this was enjoyable and informative for folks. And as always reach out to us with any questions, thoughts, anything, and we will hear from you next time. Take care guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. As always, we hope that you enjoyed the show and please make sure to subscribe. We love to interact with our listeners. If you have something you'd like to comment on, ask us about, or hope to hear on the show, please message us on Facebook or Twitter at Last Session of the Day with the Site Guys, or send us an email at lastsessionotd at lukencenter.com. Hope to hear from you soon, and tune in next week for another engaging episode. This has been the Last Session of the Day with the Site Guys. See you next time.